What's happening, people? It's me, the Hacker Mike. I'm going for a walk. And I have a message for everybody. Here and now is what we are searching for. To be here and now also means that you're in control of your life. You're in control of yourself. Here and now, right now, that you're turning the wheel that you're at the wheel of the ship, turning it or holding it steady or whatever, you're in control. Here and now. It is the ultimate, it is the ultimate power to just be awake and alive and calm and aware, aware of your surroundings. I just found a nail clipper on the ground because I'm aware. And I'm thinking I should look into used hydraulic equipment at, at state auctions. These um, cars and these trucks sometimes have hydraulics on them. And then I was thinking to research into how to make hydraulics. And then I was thinking steel tubes. some kind of jacket, some kind of joint, sealed tight, must be possible to weld them. We definitely have the, the Trenton blacksmith and lots of industry here. Like this is a major industrial area here. So, here and now, to be here and now, I was just thinking about Tawanda, people who have their trailers parked in the woods, maybe they're working for some fracking company that's going to go out of business, how they feel about things, about the gas prices. But uh, that's just complaining, you see, because we have to use less gas.
and less energy. And I'm thinking micro hydraulics, micro machines. Like Lego bricks, but with a piston. Like a Minecraft piston. Minecraft piston. That'd be neat to make Minecraft blocks in real life. It's like Redstone IRL. Sounds like the plane is coming in for a landing. So working with metal requires metal. Just thinking about a humongous recycling center. But what about nanobots or small bots? I mean, aren't mushrooms nanobots? Can't we program them? Isn't it shown that they can be programmed by spraying? substrate on certain spots and letting the slime molds grow between them? Well, what about letting fungus grow between them? What about harvesting spores? Can we improve on that? Can we suck the spores right off of the mushroom? we build something where the mushroom can grow and we suck the spores off of it efficiently. Like a single mushroom growing capsule with everything that you need to grow the mushroom, including having it grow to the end and give off spores and then a way to harvest those spores and then feed those spores to new mushroom-growing capsules. 
which then grow mushrooms and feed the spores to more mushroom-growing capsules. Can we grow these capsules with other mushrooms? Or with different living things? And, and paint paths for them to follow, like simple microbes can follow a path, or insects, worms, whatever. We paint paths in the garden to lead the slugs down a trail of destruction, or where they're most useful, like to feed to the chickens. Can we guide nature using trails, pheromones? And can we capture the pheromones? I mean, really, I should set up cameras in my garden. I have all these webcams. I should hook them up to Raspberry Pis and have them in the garden with solar cells or windmills. Microelectronics, microsensors. I'm still recording only ten minutes. So we can guide the nature and have it grow in certain ways. We can paint films. We have to do something with our wood. We should sand it down, I think. Or maybe not even sand it down, just lack it. Cover it in plastic. But there must be a better way. Oil. Linseed oil. Some kind of oil to put on the wood to protect it. do that. I could paint the, the shed, clean it up. truth is, you need to cross bridges to get through this town. There's so many bridges. And 
And the big streets have bridges. And the little streets don't. There's so much water here, it's unbelievable. There's literal ravines and cliffs going down to the river, huge cuts out of the mountain, amazing amounts of erosion. Epic, epic proportions. Like, there must have been a huge river washing down from the mountains down to the river. Like, these streams could have been tenfold, a hundredfold. It actually um, makes me think we should get the hell out of here. It's scary to think how much water could go up if upstream huge amount of water melted. I guess the mountains don't have water, but I guess the poles melt. If there's a lot more water in the world, a lot more rain, these streams could flood. I don't know. I don't know enough about it. I really, uh, I've been conquering my fear. I've been walking in, at night in the dark. I walk through a big field. I've been trying to stay away from streets where the police are driving. There's this one unmarked white car, which I think was an unmarked police, that was cha uh, tailing me at the university. I've seen them before, too. I was thinking about a huge recycling factory. Like we would basically start a company that would buy old hydraulic equipment, take it apart, salvage what we can and then build open source ecology out of it. But it would be a rebuild. And maybe experiment with different technologies, alternative fuel sources, etc. But I really think we need to build first a robot, like a robotic arm that can lift, you know, some heavy weight. Like an industrial robot arm. I'm sure we can even buy a used industrial robot. Imagine if we could program our own industrial robot and then build stuff.
I just joined this makerspace in Philly. And I was thinking about these minibuses. They have hydraulics in them. I wanted to start buying some minibuses and fixing them and buying a couple for parts. Convert them into campers, sell them. And we can make them off the grid, high tech, like stuff that people want to actually buy, like a sound system and a power system, all these modular components, open source ecology. And then we would take, take out the old motors and replace them, clean them out. And maybe we can build robots that will clean motors, like tiny little engine bots that you can send into the engine to clean it. Nanobots, or can we use fungus to do it? Can we spray some kind of food into the engine and have it eat the corrosion? Can we train the fungus to be the nanobots that we're talking about and set up just the right conditions for them? Hell, they could be on the chip, on the robot. We could have a fungal delivery system on a small robot. And what are the smallest robots we can build besides nanobots? And why do they even need to be so small? Got to go inside the engine. Imagine like a liquid metal robot. Or can we control ants and make like digital ants? thinking about sorting all my tools. I was thinking about a meta-language. Like, first of all, if I'm encoding everything in numbers, how do I quote other numbers? 
like if I'm talking about the number 10 and I'm doing analysis, I don't want me talking about the number 10 being the same as the number 10. So then you get into the question of how do you encode that as a number? And it's like, well, if you just add or multiply the original number by a constant, then you can only count up to that constant. Unless the constant is something multidimensional, like a vector or a rational number pair, tuple. And I think I'm slowly, slowly, slowly reaching to the point where I see the difference between the different types of math, where algebra is basically like a word problem. It's like, what can you express as a word problem or encoding, textual encoding, a linear encoding of symbols that can, of course, be then compiled down to numbers using a girdle numbering. And that's how he encodes the numbers by just encoding the digits and then having rules for combining them instead of instead of doing all the numbers. So he's really actually enumerating the symbols. And then overlaying things as interpretation. Here and now, crossing the bridge. There's a big pipe that's going over the bridge. I guess that's some kind of sewage or something. Cables, I don't know what's in there. It's actually quite peaceful on this walk. Here and now.
someone is jogging or running down the street ahead of me. It almost looks like they're jogging. But they're missing the uh, safety vest. Definitely important. So I've been protesting now every weekend at the State House. And no one's coming, but it doesn't matter because I'm learning something very important that my message really pierces into the heart of some people. I need a second sign now. But I really do reach through to people with my message. And now I have a way to produce signs by printing page size letters and outlines and just pasting them onto a, cart a board. It looks amazing. And it's huge. I could try walking faster, though. Here and now, and that is what I wanted to reach. The next level. And the next level is here and now. That is the next level. That is the turning point. The pivot point is here and now. Here and now is when you can change things, when you can grasp and seize and hold opportunities with your hands, here and now. And you're still alive. And you can still say good. You got some fight left in you.
so here and now is the pivot point, the turning point. Here and now you can multiply and add, apply operations. You can do any operation, anything you can choose from here and now. The power of here and now, it's amazing. Try it out. If you can say the words, I am alive, here and now. That's a good first step. And then you can hear those words. And you can think about what that means. I'm happy to be alive here and now. I feel good. I feel alive. I feel powerful. And healthy. And in control of my life. Here and now.
So I'm thinking I need to make a system where I apply like a shell script that's wrapped and it could either be applied at boot or applied any time during the lifetime of the program so that I could patch something in production quickly and then move to deploy the same exact code but in a new instance. So it's just when it's going to be executed. I could even execute it via SSH quickly. Same thing. I feel like a robot. Following a path. Following a routine. Daily routine to keep my sanity. To have some kind of stability. I should go work in the garden as soon as I can in the morning. I could even carry a light into the greenhouse and drink my coffee there in the morning and putz around or go into the shed and do some cleaning, some sorting, some organizing. got so much equipment I should start taking some of it apart.
so. I'm having so many thoughts. I think I'm hearing my own echo against the houses. Okay guys, that's it.